Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Level Up Running podcast. Um, I'm Darren, and joining me is Jess. Hello. Hello. We weren't going to put another podcast out, but we thought we would do, because we've gone through a bit of a journey over the last couple of weeks, um, with injuries, with, with kit buying and things like that, and we thought we'd just share our experiences, because uh, we, we suspect that other people are going through the same thing as well. That's it, we're building up, um, we're getting closer and closer now, we're two weeks away from the first event, Mighty Deer Stalker, yeah. and uh, as you say, we've been a bit of a journey. Um, we were we were getting ready, we were all um, increasing our running, we were increasing the distances, we were um, looking at kit, we were getting a bit faster, we were geeing each other on, and then the big hammer of injuries just seemed to fall over us all, it did, um, yeah. one after the other, so for the group of four of us, Nick went off and uh, had a bad knee. Yep. Or something? Did he have a bad knee? Yeah, um, he had a, a, a MCL strain. That's it. Um, Andy had a lung infection, so couldn't run and couldn't breathe, essentially, which is uh, <laughs> yeah. quite a good thing you need when you're running. You went off and uh, had a drink-related injury. <laughs> I tripped and badly damaged one knee. Yeah, that was that was horrible. Um, I, I genuinely thought I was down for the year because um, I was limping around. It was It was the most horrible week of my life. And I thought I was doing really well. And uh, I was going out for a run when it was cold, uh, started off a bit too quickly and uh, gave myself a soleus strain. So the soleus, obviously one of the muscles in the calf. And um, I've had that injury before and I knew that I just had to rest it and not run. So all in all, the entire team was off the menu for running for a good two, three weeks between us. Yeah, it, it was scary. Um, we, we went from, As you said, we went from being... Very good. We, we were doing a lot of training and everything to suddenly one after the other, all having a week off. It was just like, come on. It just seemed like um, the world was against us for a little while. It seemed like um, certainly me with the calf, it was strain, uh, or sprain, whichever it is. I can never remember which is a sprain or a strain. When I first injured it, um, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought, yeah, it's all right. I can still run on it. Went off and did 17 miles over the Mulvans and... Um, really struggled afterwards uh went through the run fine but afterwards i was in a position where i thought no i mm. can't i was gonna we were planning to do it the week afterwards together um as a training run with all that kit on i couldn't yeah, do right, that yeah. to pull out of that because i just knew i needed to rest this injury so um yeah injuries on a run up to race season not good good news is we're all back on this game we're all clocking up the miles and we're all clocking up the runs and all feeling confident now are we feeling confident? I, I was a bit knocked by the uh, injury, if I'm honest. I um, I don't like not being able to train. And, and I was yeah. at the point where I, I knew I had to do more and we were just stepping it up. You know, getting to that point where I was doing probably a half marathon once every couple of weeks, once every week maybe, um, trying to trying to push that up to twice a week doing a half distance. Yeah, yeah. And um, to have that knocked back and not want to not want to try and go straight back to that sort of distance that'd be a terrible thing to try and do so then going back now just stepping back doing five to eight k just to start myself off get the legs back used to running um yeah. work out how much um fitness i've lost by eating myself to death because i've been miserable about <laughs> not running um all the things that i said i shouldn't do but i kind of have a little bit it's difficult man yeah. no i agree uh, as i said that week was that uh, painful in more than ways than one um, it, it, it was lovely I just I had a week off I wanted to get out there but I, I couldn't walk up and down stairs it was ridiculous and at, at mid 40s you, <laughs> you're used to kind of running and you walking and doing everything you want but it, it was just so debilitating I, I was having to use a, a knee strap just to get up and down stairs 
well, as you say, as you say, we're over that now, so we can yeah. get back on to looking forward um, and getting on to all these races. You wanted to talk about kit next, I think. Uh, obviously, we've been buying new kit. We've got we've um, got the kit list that we need to take along for things like the um, Aaron and stuff like that, which is what we're looking at now. Um, yeah. What have you been doing in terms of kit recently? So, in terms of kit, um, so we've had many, many conversations about uh, footwear. Many. <laughs> Um, and I, I've settled on on my couple of pairs that I'm going to use for most of the events. Um, so there's the Speed Cross, there's the Peregrines, and there's also the uh, Brooks Cascadia. I've tried them all out. I've tried them on different services. I know what the strengths and weaknesses are, so I'm now happy with those. Um, you're still undecided, aren't you? So you've got your Speed Cross for the... Um, for a lot of the yeah, events. See, I like speed cross. I, mm. I, I get on well with them. They don't hurt me. Even doing um, 15, 17 miles that I have done in them over hills, Yeah, they've, they've been really good. Uh, I think they kind of suit my feet. They suit my running style. They sure. help with my stability because I have a bit floppy ankles. They're all right. I do want some mid-trail sort of things for when we're doing uh, events like the wall and stuff, which are lots of road with some um, off-road stuff. I need to look at mid-trail trainers, but I think for the first couple of events, uh, certainly Deer Stalker, I'm going to speed cross, yeah. and um, Aaron, same sort of territory. I kind of think same sort of terrain. Um, so I'll probably go speed cross unless I find um, a magic pair of shoes before then. Yeah, understood. So apart from those, I've um, I think I bought something genius. I, I I bought myself a new tent. See, this interests me because I shall probably be trying to catch space in this tent. <laughs> um, so I thought with uh, with a lot of the summer events, um, so, so I, I used to go camping quite a lot. And what I used to get is walking up at five, six o'clock when the sun starts blaring in and everything gets warm. Um, so I went with the blackout tent. Now, apparently this, I mean, I've not tried it yet. I've not even taken it out of its wrapper. But apparently this blocked out about 99% of the sun and keeps it, it about five degrees lower. So if if that works, that that's that's gonna be amazing. So I like the idea, mm. but um, having spent a lot of my time living in tents uh, in the army and stuff, yeah, um, I've always liked the gentle wake up of light, natural light coming in and helping you wake up. Mm. To go from proper darkness, I, I find it sometimes more difficult to wake up uh, in proper full darkness. So um, there's a concern for me there, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I'll be doing a test run at Mike Deer's Talker, um, and we'll take it from there. If it then goes in the bin, then <laughs> we know it was a bad idea. Also bought a a um, a festival trolley. Now, this this, this is because of uh, when we did uh, uh, the date weekend. Uh, it's it, I bet it's a kilometre from where you park to where the tents were. I bet or, it's a bit longer than that. It seems certainly longer when you're carrying loads of stuff. Well, exactly. So the, I, I picked one of these up cheap because we were in the winter and uh, picked it for about 50 quid. And I think it'll fit most of our kitting and I think we'll be so appreciative of it. Yeah, it's definitely. We can get, it, get Nick to pull it as well so we don't have to carry our own stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, and just the final thing, I've um, sunglasses. Um, so there's a couple of events which suggest that you have to have sunglasses. I've got sunglasses, but they're prescription and I don't think they're that light. So I've been trying on various different sunglasses, going through all the different stores. Finally settled on some, which I really like. They're really lightweight, and they've got interchangeable lenses. So I'm happy with those. I went for some Sunwise ones. So that's something I've never thought of, obviously not having um, any need to wear glasses themselves. It's not something I thought of that you need prescription sunglasses. Obviously, I can just go and buy any old crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's well. I'm glad you got that sorted. It's um, yeah. I don't yeah. want you uh, getting blinded by that bright Scottish sunshine. <laughs> Um, but again, it's just it's, it's it's just me over preparing. But again, the things that we're thinking about. Um, I mean, I could have just worn contact lenses, but realistically, you're going to be slightly dehydrated. I don't want contacts sticking to my eyeballs. That'd be horrible. Yeah, if you're going through rivers and stuff like that, it's never never good, is it? No. Uh, what about yourself? Have you have you got all your kit now? Or still um, some t- to get? There's a couple of things outstanding. Mm. I should be getting a head torch tomorrow as one of my leaving gifts for uh, leaving my current job, mm. which is quite nice. Um, and hopefully as well, there'll be some money left over from the kitty that people have put together for me, uh, for me to get my jacket. So uh, you've got the yeah. Innovate uh, Storm Shell, I think. Yeah, I've got the Storm Shell. Um, I think I'm going to go for the Race Shell, which is slightly different, but kind of suits me better. Yeah, sure. Um, so... I should have those sorted. I think in terms of all the kit list stuff, uh, I've still got most of the stuff that I used for Man vs. Mountain before, and sure. the, the kit lists okay. are pretty much the same. But um, as long as we're happy with all our uh, first aid kits and all the necessary equipment, yeah, I think I think we're doing all right. We're, between all the conversations between all of us, you know, the interplay and recommending stuff and the, the amount of links that have been sent in our little group chat thing yeah, um, yeah. is ridiculous. There's, there's so much choice out there and so much uh, research going on rather than doing work. <laughs> Um, yeah. Those of us who work from home, maybe. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's been really good, and uh, I'm just looking forward to uh, getting some of that kit on now and, and seeing if those uh, decisions we've made and the research we've done pays off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, training. Um, so we we as we're about two weeks away. Uh, so I, I've been going and and scrutinising the the actual the the course map and the elevation things like that, and. I'm feeling pretty confident. For example, Deerstalker, I was looking at the average times it's going to take and things like that. Deerstalker is going to take roughly, well, so these were the times from 2017. Um, The the quickest person did it in an hour and 30. Uh, The longest person took five hours. Wow, five hours out in that cold. I was having a look. It's about about 400 meters of elevation. Uh, So that's per hill. And and thinking back when we went and did Hope Valley, that was about three hundred on that. You know that hill up to the top of of Hope Valley. Yeah, when we uh, went up the peaks and went to the top of Mamtor, that's pretty high. It's not uh, a mountain by any means, but that's that's got to be good four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I would uh, I'd look back on on Garmin. That was that was just shy of three hundred. Was that? And even though it was it was fairly challenging, I, I don't think that's going to break us. No, I don't mind a hill, as you know. Uh, yeah. I said I went and did that 17 miles over Malvern with um, my calf not being 100%. I think I did 1,050 metres of climbing or something ridiculous on that. Yeah, um, exactly. Which is enough for that sort of distance. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was I was fairly happy doing that. Obviously, I'm not going to run up that much elevation. I'm not going to run up I mean, hills and mountains very much, yeah. um, if at all. And certainly on the longer ones, we don't want to be using energy running up things. Um, but as long as we know we can trudge up those and then run on the flats and the downs that for me is uh, is I'm, I'm happy with that um i just need to get that endurance that i've lost over the injury period and then uh, i'll be back on that yeah absolutely um so yeah training training for me is going well um after my injury i'm back up to doing about 20 miles uh, i can do comfortably um i'm going out with a pack on as well with nutrition and drink and I, so i've done one 20 miler and that felt okay uh, my my it band's got a little bit sore but apart from that, everything was okay, and I was I was fine the following day as well. So I'm I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, you mentioned running with your pack there. Um, mm. 
obviously you weren't doing that before. It's a fairly recent thing for you to uh, stick the pack on. We did it for the Peak District. That's right. And, yeah. and, the other, and, you, and you've started doing it now. Um, how's it going with the, the pack on? Because running with weight does make a difference both on the runs when you're using it and then when you run again without the weight, um, it makes a difference there as well. How have you found that? Yeah, so I found it okay. So um, I went with the full pack minus the bladder. Um, but I, so I had a liter of water on me. I had everything in the back. I had the first kit, it kit the, the works and that was fairly comfortable. I, I, I knew I had the extra weight there, um, but I'd, I didn't get any chafing or anything like that. Like I got when we did the peaks. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, two liter bladder. I'll probably go out this weekend with a two liter bladder just to get used to that. But yeah, I'm feeling good. Yeah. Top tip when you're filling your bladder up, um, once you've got it full, uh, turn it upside down and suck all the air out of it. So try and have as ah, little air okay. as possible so in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reduces the slosh a little bit. Um, you're always going to get some slosh, and the sloshing of a bladder really, really grips my shit, um, <laughs> which is why I run a lot of time with headphones on. But um, yeah, if you reduce that by making a bit of a vacuum in there, um, it's not so bad. Yeah, understood. Uh, and you, you mentioned you went out. You did your 17 miles. Um, and you went out with the full pack as well, didn't you? I, I had my um, jacket in there, my first aid kit in there. I had pr- pretty much all of the um, all of the kit on the kit list in there yeah. um, because I had it previously packed up anyway. Um, a few little extra things like more food I could have taken. but Oh, and also I didn't have my bladder because <laughs> this is stupid. I was setting up for that run in the morning. I went to fill my bladder up and it was a brand new one that I hadn't used. Right. Uh, one of one of the, the many bladders I was I was drying one out so I was using this new one um, filled it up in the morning put my tailwind in there topped it up with water um, gave it a shake up sucked the air out of it picked it up off the side to put into my bag and uh, it was just dripping and I was like is that condensation from the outside so I wiped it all down no the uh, bit where the hose attaches onto the bladder itself was just pissing out all oh, over the place. as soon as I gave it a squeeze it was leaking everywhere so I couldn't actually use the bladder for that one what I had to take instead was um, like a metal um Sig bottle or Monty bottle, sure, uh, one okay. of those metalized flasks, uh, which is probably equivalent in terms of weight, but um, it didn't hold as much water. Yeah. So uh, I had to kind of ration myself a bit with that. Um, that was a bit of a disaster. But um, yeah, running with the pack and that, I've never had a problem with that. Obviously, um, army trained and stuff, I know how to carry a bit of weight on my back. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I've carried a lot more weight myself around the, over, the, over the years, so I'm all right. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I, I guess one thing that's kind of slowing me down on my training is so I, I'm doing most of my training at the weekend. Well, I do go out running on a, on a lunchtime, but New Year, New Me and all that kind of stuff. Uh, one of my work colleagues is like, can I come running with you? I wouldn't mind learning how to run. I'm like, sure, yeah. <laughs> Ideal, please. <laughs> yeah, perfect time. But I thought if I do it now, then it's not too bad. At least at least we, I get up to speed by the time I'm doing the larger events. Um, but it does mean that I, I've dropped down from my normal speed down to about 10, 12 minute miles. And quite a slow pace and having to stop occasionally. And I'm just, although it's nice running with somebody, it's also frustrating. Um, so what I'm finding is I'll, I'll get to a point and I'll be like, right, you go back through there. And, and then I'll just peg it for two or three miles just to feel like I've been out for a run. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, it's difficult running with someone, but it's that slower all day pace that we're going to be doing Absolutely, for a yeah, lot yeah, of the yeah. year. And, and that's what you've got to look at it. You know, as long as you know that even if, if that, that slower all day pace seems too easy, mm. it's because it's become natural to you and it's because you, you can maintain um, and that's a great place to be. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And the trouble I'm having at the moment is running slow enough to run at that all-day pace because mm. I only run on my own and I do it after work when I haven't got a great deal of time, but I just want to go out and make sure I get my runs in. Yeah, 
I, I set off what I think is a slow pace. Like the the, the first run back um, after my calf, after I was happy that my calf had healed, mm. I went out and I thought, right, I'll I'll do five, eight, nine k, something like that. Um, I won't do very much. I went out, thought, okay, I'm running nice and slow now. I'm just just plodding along. And I came back, and I'm doing a 519-kilometer pace for the first <laughs> part of the run. And I thought, that's just yeah, s- yeah. just slightly slower than my normal running pace. And I'm like, well, this, this isn't slow enough. I need to be down at like six minutes or something, which seems like such a trudge, especially when other people are running past you and you get that slight competitive thing. Oh, I can't, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. can't be running that much slower than somebody. It's, um, it's difficult. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to running with you guys again because um, running on your own is all right. But um, as they say in cycling and in some running circles uh, if you want to go fast go on your own if you want to go far go together yeah um, yeah and hopefully that that running together thing will help us to do that yeah well we'll find out in two weeks can't wait so there we are we have um we're looking forward to deer stalker we've talked about where we are we're back from injury we're running um and getting the, the strength up back up in our running looking forward to it all uh, i wanted to say before we go that um I want to say a big thank you to people who have listened to the previous show. Obviously, we put the pilot out before. Uh, we got a nice little retweet off um, the guys over at Rat Race HQ as well. They yeah. uh, retweeted the, the tweet about the um, pilot that we put out, which was good of them. Also, the guys on the um, Facebook group, the Season Pass Holders Facebook group, uh, there's been a lot of interest on there. I've been telling people on there that you know, we'd like to meet up with, with people. And uh, sure, yeah. we're looking to uh, get a flag in the campsite so people can find us and uh, have a bit of a chin wag and a drink together. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting some of the people we've chatted to on there and everyone's all being really supportive so that's really good yeah uh, hopefully um in fact we've had quite a few downloads for the for the pilot so people are taking it on board um we're certainly getting a demographic of the sort of people who are listening which is good as well we know what who we're trying to appeal to yeah. um so yeah thanks to you guys who've listened and hopefully um you find this informative and you can share it out amongst your uh, your teammates and your friends yeah indeed cool right then so we were back uh, after the mighty deer stalker and um yeah safer than everyone and we'll see you out there yeah indeed goodbye cheers cheers